Welcome to The Extra Pieces. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick and... I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Blog. Welcome to our little podcast and come and join us while we talk about Lego sets, things happening in the Lego fan community and pieces we've stepped on in the middle of the night. G'day Jay, it's been a little while. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Doing... Doing good, doing good. It's uh, it's almost April, so it's the 29th of March that we're recording this. It is. We are not setting out to, spoiler alert, we're not setting out to incorporate any April Fool's jokes in this podcast. I think I've got them there, Jay. <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. It It's also a first birthday it is our first birthday last year people actually thought that us announcing that we were doing a podcast was an april fool's joke and it's been kind of fun so it's a happy birthday jay happy birthday richard it's been a it's been a, it long, has been year. a long year which is interesting because it's had the same number of days as most years yes but time 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 flows differently in in a pandemic yes Yes, it does. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been a it's been a great year. We won't, um, yeah, we won't we won't we won't touch too much on it. Um, maybe we'll do a special one year anniversary short episode. But we've got a lot to discuss. We have. When when we last met our heroes, um, we were talking about the release of the Lego City space sets. We'd spoken about Mongnir, and we'd spoken about a few other things, including Lego ideas. Um, and we're going to try and leave those things behind unless they're relevant for the upcoming 1st of April releases. Jay, what have you been building since we last since we last met uh i've been building um march has been a slow month for building um i think kind of uh put put my foot off the pedal slightly feb 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 was uh feb was insane and i'm probably still recovering from that but i think the the most interesting set that i got to build and review was the back to the future time machine now, surely that's a DeLorean. Uh, doesn't say so on I the box. I suppose it but... doesn't. And, and I dare say yeah. there might be any number of reasons, not the least of which is that the DeLorean company that made the car, in fact, no longer exists. And DeLorean Motors, as it now exists, is a name that's been bought by another company who sells spare parts for cars made by the previous incarnation of the DeLorean Motor Company. Yeah, look, the name, na naming, you know, the, the naming convention aside, it's quite interesting because the only, one of the only printed elements in the set is a printed slope, a, a printed double cheese slope with DMC on it. So absolutely a DeLorean. But look, everyone's going to call it a DeLorean. It's the Back to the Future DeLorean. You know what it is. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was a blast. It was, um, it, it's a great, a, a very fine addition to the creator expert, um, garage. We've had, you know, this year we've had 
two new Creator Expert vehicles. So in Feb, I think it was Feb, was it March? In Feb, we had the Released Vespa. for March. Released for March, that's right. I built it in Feb. Uh, yeah, we had, a, we, had the, we had the Vespa, and now we have the DeLorean, which is also releasing on the 1st of April, not an April, April Fool's joke. Um, but yeah, it, it, it does a lot of things right. So it's been almost 10 years, nine years since the last um, Back to the Future DeLorean. I'm not going to count the tiny Lego Dimensions vehicle from 2015. So this is, that's the Lego uh, Kusu, um, the um, DeLorean which, or time Back to the Future time machine um, from before the program became known as Lego Ideas. Yeah, sorry, you were, say, you were saying that it's been 10 years since that one came out? Yeah, so it's been, um, it's, been a, it's been a long time and to get the DeLorean in at this scale that fits in very, very nicely against all the other Creator Expert cars is, yeah, it's great. Um, also, fun fact, the, 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 the Kusu version was called the DeLorean, so... You know, make of that what you will. Maybe they had to differentiate themselves from that version. Who knows? The Dimensions knows? one was called the DeLorean Time Machine. There you go. So, so we have a DeLorean. We have a DeLorean Time Machine. We have a Back to the Future Time Machine. So so long as you read the box correctly, people will know exactly which set you're referring to without memorizing the number. <laughs> yep. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's like it's like like it's Kusu um, predecessor. You get to build all three models from Back to the Future one, two, and three. So it you know it really encourages you to change up the look and personalize it based on your favorite Back to the Future. My my favorite is Back to the Future two because of the um, of the wheel function, which yeah. is really cool. Um, so that's a little lever that you can snap at the base of the mm -hmm. car that forms the wheels and turns them you know, almost 90 degrees um, works flawlessly very satisfying and yeah and you've got mr fusion as well fantastic. So that's a great um but i think i think the the one thing that they did right um so in terms of how well it looks, I would say it's a it's it's about an eight point five or a nine out of ten in terms of accuracy. You look at it, you instantly know that it's a DeLorean. The gullwing doors lift up; they don't stay up, which was um, the thing that annoyed me the most. Because if you wanna if you wanna display a DeLorean, you wanna display it with the with the doors up. You know, it just looks cooler that way. So you can't without. You know some modification. Creatively lodge a cheese wedge in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, or use some technique pins to hold them in place. Um, it gets a lot right. the 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 design is uh, the design is great. It's unmistakably a DeLorean, um, and it's got really cool references. Um, so the the time and date dashboards on the inside. Um, the the reactor at the back, all the little mm. piping and wires um, at the back. It it all looks great. Um, but the one thing that they did exceptionally well that 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 takes it from a good to a great set is the inclusion of 
minifigures, yeah. which is, um, which is new for a creator expert vehicle set. But I, you know, if you look back and you look at the, um, the other licensed or movie licensed creator expert car, which was the James Bond Aston Martin DB5, which did not come with a minifigure. Um, this one just makes it feel like a much more complete package because you get Marty McFly and Doc Brown in, um, and they've got updated um, torso and leg yeah. prints. So yeah, feel feels like a much more complete display. Um, yeah, or play model. So you can do both, which is which is a lot of fun. Um, and also the Ghostbusters. Um, Ecto one from whoops from Afterlife that um, that one was also missing figures and I think that could have could have benefited immensely from that. Overall, you have found the building experience to be enjoyable. Um, surprisingly enjoyable. It's a very it's a very straightforward, if a little simple um for seasoned builders so you're not going to get you're not going to get a a wow and you're not going to see an experience very complex very innovative building techniques they are some but it's it's quite accessible and you know speaking to the designer that was very much part of the design um approach to make it you know very approachable very easy for adults very easy for people who are new to lego to you know pick it up and not feel too stressful about mm. putting a set together because you know some sets are very challenging to put together um, but this one was yeah this one was very very um it, it was a breeze so yeah it was um it's good and i think it'll bring a lot of people into into lego given how um yeah given how much people love the films similar to what home alone did Absolutely. last year i feel like feel like uh yeah back to the future is you know the back to the future time machine is going to do what the home alone set did for fans of the movie fans of pop culture to you know maybe dip their feet into expensive you know slightly more expensive lego for adults mm. 18 plus credit yeah, and i think i think it's 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 appealing Back to the Future does have an audience that, you know, sort of is much broader than just the 18 plus. And so, you know, not, not sorry, it's much broader than those of us that saw it when we was kids, but also would include, you know, for my, my children as well, would regard it as a, as a not insignificant film to be thinking about building something to go with. Um, yeah. You know, they're about 20, 22 now, so... You know, they're also well and truly into that 18 plus point of view. Hmm. Oh, goodness. They grow up, Jay. They grow up. So I've heard. Um, yeah, so highly enjoyable. It's a, it's, it's a very solid experience. Um, it's a little pricey, I think. But then again, what isn't pricey these days? Speaking of yes. pricey, natural segue. What? Um, you've been building some pretty pricey sets. I'm not going to call them pricey, but there's been a lot of uh, price has um, been 
Trice has been used as a reason not to. So last week, the Lego group announced some new Lego Star Wars sets that are due for release real soon now. Let's give you a more realistic number. Um, April 26. There are three sets. One is the deaths. These are all dioramas um, taking stories, moments from different points in the film. And these are on a whole new level of detail compared to various diorama sets we've seen before in Lego Star Wars. So we have 75329, the Death Star Trench run, which is 60 US dollars. Uh, please feel free to provide the Australian translation, Jay, because I don't remember it off the top of my head. Um, we also have the 75330 1000-piece Dagobah Jedi training site, and we've also got the Trash Compactor, um, which has got 18 pieces, six minifigures, costs 90 US dollars, um, 75339, and I have been blown away by the build quality. These are not sets for kids. What makes a set for a kid? I suppose this is one of the things that we start thinking about. What makes the difference between a set for a kid and a set for an adult? A black box. Yeah, but black why box. is it in a black box? It, why is it in a black they're box? In a black box, I think, because they offer a premium build experience. You end up with... Each, each of the models is nicely... I'm going to, you've got nothing else to say other than they're nicely framed. They've got a beautiful square frame. They've got little silver fence and detail around the edges as they go. Um, they have got a very high density of elements and they provide the opportunity, if you're looking... I would say these fall into the mindful building kind of experiences that lego market lego adults for these aren't we're throwing together a toy to swoosh around these are we're putting together something that's going to look great on your bookshelf but while you're on the way to putting them on your bookshelf you're going to have an experience you are going to have the opportunity to just lose yourself in the build and you are going to have the chance to just focus on something gorgeous and you can work on it to whatever level of detail you wish. Um, what are you talking about there, Richard? So, <laughs> so my, 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 my thesis is that, um, you know, first of all, it's a new collection that um, Lego have introduced within the broad lego star wars yeah. team so you have your ultimate collector series which are your flagship large expensive they're you know annual or let's, biannual let's just call releases. them the large i think we can say that they're all expensive for what they are <laughs> but i know what you mean yep, yeah, yep you so, mean yeah. you mean high price point set um yeah um was it last year, two years ago, we got the helmet collection? Uh, last year, we two years ago, we got the first of the helmets, and we've just got yep. the third run of helmets this year. Yep. 
and it's a collection. So you know, Lego have obviously picked a name to you know to call the collection. And now we have the diorama collection, which is a bit more expensive than the helmets, but they're yeah, just sort of elevated building and elevated mo- display models yeah. of Star Wars sets. So they're probably looking at their entire catalog of um of 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 sets and models that they've received uh that they've released in the past so we've had yoda's huts before um we've had um we've had various trash compactors in death stars as well but they've you know obviously taken these 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 really iconic (laughs) sets and iconic moments and you know put them in a in its own collection um my, my my thesis is that you know lego have you know firmly identified original trilogy fans who are i would say in their mid 30s 40s i would say um, jay you say the nicest things about us let's hey, let's hey i mean those, those of yeah. us that sat through the original trilogy when we were part of the target demographic we're now in our 50s <laughs> there you go um but we're not the but, only fans of the original trilogy Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 it, it was way after my time, but I was born just before the prequels. I was there when prequel mania and, um, yeah, I was there when the Phantom Menace came out. So I understand how big of a deal Star Wars was. And yes, formative part of my childhood as well. Like, you know, like most kids, but I lived, um, in an era where we did not have the prequels. So the original trilogy still has that impact mm. in my life. Um, and I also saw the prequels and, you know, now sequels as well. But anyway, um, yeah, so Lego definitely have a slightly older demographic who are, I would say, a bit more economically stable or secure. You know, you're not, um, you're not in school, you're not starting your career. Um, my my yeah, kids have so left school. Could, I'm I'm now I'm now yeah. you know it's only the fact that they haven't moved out that means I'm not an empty nester. Yeah. So yeah, and 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 people your age or you know people that Lego are thinking about, um, I I would say probably don't have as many qualms about dropping one hundred and fifty dollars on a trash compactor set um, because you know. You're probably bu- you know buying you know all sorts of things for your midlife crisis like Porsches or Ferraris or you know more Rolex watches. I don't know. I don't know. Cruise holidays, just stuff that you know, stuff stuff that teenagers or people in their twenties go. You know, I can't afford that. that. That doesn't appeal to me at all. I I don't know. Expensive power tools. I don't know. What 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 do you guys buy? I don't know. I yeah, buy but, Lego, Jay. I buy yeah. a Lego. Yeah, and that's why you can't afford anything else. But absolutely. Yeah. But um, I, I think I think it's a very fair a fair statement. But the other thing that we buy, on the whole, a lot of people of a certain age have started to, particularly if they've been reasonably affluent, you stop buying something simply because it's a thing, mm. and you're buying it for the experience that it brings you as well. And, and how did it feel like you know when you first built the sets like which one was your favorite like did you did it flood you with nostalgia so i started with 
so as as we speak, I I started with building the Dagobah training ground set, and this starts off by giving you a a swamp and Yoda's hut and a tree and a submerged X-wing, but. In fact, the whole aspect of the experience was not the Star Wars-iness came together. The figures don't appear until sort of the final the final set of parts. But you can sort of see, and likewise the X-Wing that's sinking into the swamp doesn't appear until the end of the build. But you have the swamp and you start by layering plates underneath and then you start building a couple of layers of... Um, transparent plates uh, and um, you've got different colours of opaque plate underneath those then you've got tiles on top of that to make the to give you the form of the swamp and it's murky and all different colours and you start seeing things these are things that Lego has not been asked to do too often that the, the, doesn't get asked of Lego sets too often. This is creating a murky, dank environment. Mm. Um, you then start to bring up the house and it sort of builds up. You put together a stove, you put up, put in Yoda's bed, you build up the walls. The walls just curve around over the top. There's even a super secret little lightsaber tucked in somewhere i'm not going to tell you where or who's and you have to work it out for yourself when you build it um and then you put together a tree it's a very parts intensive build you know there are 140 one by one transparent tiles now you can decide the sort of experience you want to have with this do you want to quickly whip up a swamp great do you want to make this a mindful exercise where you have every one of these transparent tiles aligned identically because tiles still have the um, element ID embossed on the inside of the surface. And in fact, when you look at a tile in place, it is not certainly doesn't look completely symmetrical if it's a transparent tile from the point of view of the the um printing underneath so the alignment that you put these tiles in if it's important to you it can matter and look, this this is not a quick and easy experience quick and easy build it has a thousand elements but i reckon it took longer to put together than your standard city thousand elements kind of a set or it took took just as long or a bit more but didn't need the space it um you know, it, you end up with a build that's about 10 centimetres by about 15 to 20 centimetres. It's about 16 centimetres tall. And they're all about the same size as well. Um, so you can take your attention to detail with building these as much as you want. And there's a lot of scope there for getting things aligned so they're just right. Or not, if you're not quite after that and I don't think it's a waste of the experience if you don't if you don't pay that quite that level of attention to detail um, at the end it, it, it wasn't a build that filled me with 
a wash of nostalgia the way that say we were talking about with the city space sets last week it's a build that gave me a degree of satisfaction because i created or because i put together something that required a degree of patience to put together um small challenging parts to get into place sure they're one by one tiles but they're square tiles so they're not so easy to pick off if you put them in the wrong place and then realize only a few steps later that you've messed up um i found it a really really satisfying build and just the way in which the organic forms so we have we have three sort of themes i guess in in these dagobah is a minifigure scale but it's organic modeling you've got an organic landscape not dissimilar to the jane goodall one i guess to an extent but you've got the trees you've got the vines you've got your seaweed hanging upside down from the trees to give it that look um and then you've got this intriguing shape of yoda's house which is essentially a dome with arched doors and that is replicated beautifully the trench run on the other hand is a master class in greebling you oh, just what i want to hear it's it's a grayscale master class in greebling so essentially every visible part in this set is gray or black with the exception of some transparent bright green laser blasts and the engines at the back of the x-wing um, you build these little blocks of greebles and they get placed on both the wall of the trench and the floor of the trench now somewhere along the line i found myself wanting it short but i found that there were so many other little pieces included that the opportunities for creating your own greebles into the background were fantastic and there are a few little slots of underlying plate where you might think oh gee they should have just put a little bit of something in there <laughs> on the other hand not putting a bit of something in there might have been half of the appeal um, i did find myself just picking up these micro scale snub fighters and saying pew pew perhaps just a little bit more i'm going to come back also to the figures in the Dagobah set shortly. The Trash Compactor is more of an adventure set. It's not quite a play set. It's certainly something to display, but you've got the choice of, am I going to display it as a wide open Trash Compactor? Or am I going to display it making everything a little bit uncomfortably cozy for our heroes? And so you've got sort of the industrial contents of the trash compactor you've got the little vignette around the back of r2 and 3po trying to um, hack into the death star main main frame to free our heroes and stop the con trash compactor from um you know mincing them to a pulp and it, it's on the whole a very different sort of feeling of set and it's got six minifigures in fact it's got our core cast as minifigures you've got luke you've got Luke and Han as Stormtroopers, you've got Chewbacca, you've got Leia in her standard Episode 4 costume, you've got R2 and you've got 3PO. And what I've got to say about R2-D2 at this point, R2-D2 has got a... has 
finally been printed on the back. Um, took us long enough. Took uh, took long enough, but you know what? In this range, we don't just get one printed on the back. We also get a second printed on the back with R2 covered in mud from the Dagobah set. He's also covered in mud there. Uh, we also have... Luke in Besman fatigues, as the action figures used to say, and I didn't know not Besman fatigues. I beg your pardon, Dagobah, Dagobah fatigues. Um, I was just flashing back to the labels that appeared on the Kenner action figures back in nineteen, um, back in nineteen eighty. There for a moment, and um, we also have Yoda, and Yoda is probably one of the more realistic looking Yoda. F- realistic what do i mean realistic we're dealing with a jolly puppet he looks most like the puppet um short legs um robe does up and down the middle carries a gyma stick there's even a snake creeping around i'm not sure how i feel about this particular snake it doesn't really snap into position between the studs the way old snakes did oh i'm feeling curmudgeonly um but yeah yoda is yoda's a very good looking figure Luke looks pretty good. And, um, yeah, say R2's got that muddy printing front and back, uh, which is a new for new for this particular range of figures. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I think these are very nice. And I'm a primarily, you know, I, I, I get a lot of joy out of displaying my sets and looking at them, you know, when I'm, you know, when I'm working or when I'm, you know, at my computer, you know, just to, you know, take a break, take a, take a, take a visual break and just look elsewhere. Mm. And it's, it's, I feel like these are designed with that in mind, like you said, you know, to, to, to really, you know, take you out of your, you know, your, your, your busyness just to appreciate something that was, you know, yeah, very nicely put together. Um, I'm excited. I, I, there's, you know, we've had three in the collection so far. I would love to see more. I can, I can easily see them doing a carbon freezing chamber. You know, that's one of the most iconic scenes or from Empire Strikes Back. Ewoks, you know, I'm just imagining a, a wooded diorama with a ATSD getting hit by a log. I don't know, just, yeah. or, or, or be yeah, overrun by Ewoks. We've we've uh, we've had a few of these things over the last um, few years, I suppose, particularly as gifts with purchase, and then we've also had a few of those convention exclusive sets, like the um, I, I suppose other sets that have led into this would include the um, Jewel on Besbin um, mm-hmm. from the the sort of the cancelled Comic Con set back in twenty twenty. Um, there was Comic-Con that was cancelled, not the set. And um, last year we also had Darth Vader's Meditation Chamber, and I think that's certainly gives us a very similar sort of a feel and vibe as far as being a grown-up building experience. And so the other thing, just looking, it looks like we get a new C-3PO in this set as well in the trash compactor the head and torso are very similar to the version that we've seen um in 
2016, although this version does have printed arms on both sides. He also has printed printing on the front of his legs. Previously, it's just gone down to his knees, but on this occasion, we also have printed toes, and that includes um, silver print on the right toe um, as the background, and then um, the detail on top of that. So this figure has a greater level of detail than we've seen with previous 3PO sets. Um, is it on a par with the Red Arm 3PO from 2015? It's certainly got more leg detail than was shown in that. Um, and it looks like probably a little bit more arm detail, but the, the pictures aren't perfect to be able to work that one out. Um, yeah, anyway, that's so that's different as well. So new R2, new 3PO. What more do we need? I cared too much about that, didn't I? Yes, yes. Uh, you, you've also got new Stormtrooper prints, well, in the disguises that Han and Luke are wearing as well. So oh. very, subtle, very subtle differences, but yeah. I'll have to go and compare those as well with my yeah. pre-existing Stormtroopers. Oh dear, there's some more homework for me to do. Um, on the whole, I think these are really... These are really nice builds. Um, it's very much a focus on the building experience and your final result. They're not play sets. It's the journey is the journey is the important aspect. It's not the destination. Mm. But the fact that they're a standardized size and a standardized appearance, they've all got their Star Wars printed tile. They've all got their nifty quote from do or do not. There is no try through to we're all going to be a whole lot thinner. Um, these sets are very, they just feel like they're aimed at grown-ups. We'll just confirm that the instruction manuals don't have black-backed pages, which is good given the number of black elements involved in building up the bases of these sets. Um, it's sort of a nice mid-grey so that you can just get straight into it. Yeah. The building's been straightforward and has given us a very it's just, it's just felt like a really satisfying result at the end of the day. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah, so am I. Excited yeah. for the end of April. They should be available. They should be available beyond just your Lego stores in time for the fourth of in time for May the fourth. I I just I just hope that we get a really good GWP because that would be absolutely perfect. That would be lovely i have no idea if we're going to get a decent GW gift with purchase at that time um although word on the street is that australia and new zealand will at some point in may be getting hold of the jane goodall um gift with purchase better sooner mm -hmm. than later there have been a few other sets that have been revealed this week jay um one is a classic set that is very much aimed at the um, traditional, when I say traditional, I mean back when I was a boy, um, Lego fans. So um, what was that? Just, just a bunch of, just a bunch of bricks. It's a bunch, of, a bunch bricks. of basic bricks. It's a bunch of basic bricks, just like when we were kids. 
11021 90 years of play is one of the classic sets and this had just been completely hidden under the radar no one had really heard about this one coming or not um and it just appeared it's got as its intrinsic builds it's got it's the first 90th anniversary set that we know of we know there's a lego ideas winner coming up but this is a yeah this almost seems like a celebration of lego's history so you know included yeah absolutely yeah, i mean included in this set there are homages to all sorts of sets from lego's history including a microscale version of the wooden duck um, a small a microscale version of aspects of the town plan of the original lego train of belleville of pirates of classic space and castle and town early technic and ninjago we've even got friends and dots but we've even got non-system sets the bionicle got, for the bionicle fans got, you know got bionicle that's been brick built in a way that i'm sure will cause a few people um major trauma about the way their childhood love is being disrespected but we've i also, think it's i think it's i think it's cute um I, I think it's cute I, I i think i agree that it's cute but but i'm not sure that cute is the effect that a lot of diehard bionicle fans are aiming for hey at this um at this juncture they are going to have to accept whatever that they get this is yeah this is acknowledgement that bionicle fans exist and it's an integral chapter of lego's 90th um anniversary and history so yeah it's got it's got something for it's mostly something for everyone and we left out I think what's Abuland as well yeah i think what's notable here is these are all lego owned ip or teams there are no licenses here absolutely this is, this is a celebration of the great sets that have made the lego group what they are today um which ones are your favorites so i i probably know but you probably know um i'm i'm a fan of the duck but i particularly love the fact that we've got a brick built fabuland elton elephant 375 castle and 928 galaxy explorer but i was so happy to see adventurous there yeah i was gonna say but i'm delighted to see them all there even even belleville mm. um and and i think it's delightful to see dots as well because it does tell us that you know dots has a has has a relevant role in the lego group history it has a relevant role in the lego group's history as well as it's yeah. going forward into the future uh, i think a big i think a big miss for me that hasn't um Clickets. That, sorry. Clickets. No, no. I was gonna say snap, but no. Um, jokes aside. Uh, Galador. Where's the Galador? You know, where's the uh, where's the hidden side? Where's the, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's great, but I am quite disappointed to not see a modular, like a a, a micro scale cafe corner would have been perfect 
like like I feel like that's that that's such an important chapter of Lego's evolution as a as as a brand to you know to not have modulars represented here is 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 it's a bit odd. My perspective. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot that we you know obviously gutted that Ice Planet is not there or Mtron. Um yeah, but just that I, I wish they had a modular. It look I can see why you'd like there to be a modular. I'd suggest also they've done micro scale modulars and uh, I don't think it would add too much to the value of mm. this set to an individual. Um, but it's a classic set, so you should be able to build your own modular out of the brick out of, out of the bricks included. So why yes, yes, you should. And it feels like um you know looking at the the size and looking at the type like the the models, it feels like an advent calendar. Hmm. You get these, yeah. Like if if any of these would pop out of an advent calendar, so I'm just imagining twenty four days dedicated to Lego's ninetieth anniversary. I could see any one of these pop out, and yeah, mm. it would it would have been so good as an advent calendar. Um, yeah, shame there are only fifteen models in there. Mm. Yeah, but um, I think it's great. Mindstorm. I think I think Mindstorms. It would be nice to have seen Mindstorms. My, well. Mindstorms, I think, would have. Mindstorms, I think, is important enough to have warranted it. Mm. But I think the other sets that were left out were probably those that were important from the point of view of sorry, the sets that they've included plus Mindstorms would include the bulk of the um, mainstream consumer releases not um, that weren't license-dependent. And I don't think they needed to include every license or sorry every product line. I think having a cl- big classic space set then also said, "Here's your space stuff for space fans." Yep. You didn't need to have a model of every um, color variation of spaceship to to um fully for for this set to feel like it was complete. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Um. But yeah, it's 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 really exciting. I, I think this is just a tip of the iceberg and we'll see more. Um, obviously, there, there's, there's been, you know, rumours swirling around about the 90th anniversary. Um, I still think that space is going to win. Um, I, we, might, we, might get a few. we might get a few. I feel like it's, uh, yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think space will win the big ideas raffle but i think space builders have already won at least once this year and i think we're going to win again very shortly um when we look at the new buzz lightyear xl15 spaceship which features a huge um by huge it's about 10 studs long it's about four studs wide and it's just a sloping canopy in transparent yellow. Um, the director of the film Lightyear, Angus McLean, on Twitter this morning declared that um, as an AFOL, he really wanted there to be more transparent yellow elements currently available. 
so he thought he'd make a film which meant that it was going to be necessary to use that for the sets. So I think that's um, that's that's a pretty stunning long game. Angus McLean also, the director, um, works for Pixar. He has previously sprung to fame by being the the fan designer behind the Lego Ideas Wally play um, model from um, about close to 10 years ago. And he also was responsible for Cube Dudes, the inception of those um, those small figures that kids love to... Oh, that people were using before Brickheads became... Um, the Cube Dudes were used as ways of building your own idea of a character before Brickheads came along as a character format. It was a little bit smaller, a little bit more isometric, um, but they were certainly a really interesting thing to be seeing around Lego Expos in different ways. Well, it's, it's it, they were Comic-Con Toy Fair exclusives, so, you know, not, not for us plebs. So, um, I don't think, you know, 99, 99% of people, you know, wouldn't have seen or, you know, got the chance to mess around with some cube dudes, unfortunately. I was going to say, I'd seen plenty of cube dudes, probably, I mean, they're so 2012, conceptually. I've seen plenty of them at different shows that I've gone to, but they've all been fan-built rather than um, mm. the ones designed by... Um, the ones designed for ideas, they're quite, they're different to those. There's certainly just a huge embracement by fans of the concept. What else have we got coming in April? We've seen, we've got the Star Wars sets coming late in the month. We've got the DeLorean coming early in the month. So we've got some new dinosaur sets. It will be some um, Jurassic World Dominion sets. We've been unveiled um, there does seem to be a gap in the numbering, so I do wonder if we're going to see another one um, appear during the next month or so. We'll find out shortly. Um, but let's say we're going to have a Triceratops, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, there'll be Quetzalcoatlus. There'll be a an attempt at a feathered raptor. Um, not an attempt. There'll be a feather. There's a feathered raptor coming up. Um, we've seen these sets revealed, and hopefully, we'll have the chance to build a few before between now and the next um, next episode recording. So expect a dinotastic episode next time. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Love dinosaurs. Um, can't wait for that. Um, we also have the new. Well, not new. Delayed, fixed, corrected Marvel mechs. Those are coming out on the 1st of April as well. Let's not forget about Wolverine, Black Panther, and Iron Man. And I think the the Doc Ock versus Spider-Man, that's coming out as well. So mm. mechs are plenty. Mechs are plenty. I feel... Doc Ock or Green like Goblin? We had Green Doc, Goblin. We had Doc Ock yes, last year. That's right. Yeah. Confused the two. They make so many of these. It's hard to keep track. It is. Um, yeah, we have yeah the DeLorean on the 1st, um, and a lot of stuff that's coming towards the tail end of April, which is, um, which is yeah, which is interesting. Um, we don't have any Brickheads for April, which is a little odd, because if you've looked at the release schedule this year, 
we've had new brickheads every month. We've had brickheads in Jan, Feb, March. I haven't seen any brickheads for April yet. I feel like we will get some new brickheads because LEGO have been cranking them out this year. Um, yeah, we haven't we haven't gotten an Easter brickheads, and there's usually an Easter brickheads. So Man, not sure what's going yeah. on. Not sure what's going on this year, um, but my, my 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 prediction is that we'll get a secret Easter brickheads. It'll be interesting to see. We've we've already received our Easter um, GWP Easter GWP, but also a general Easter rabbit sculpture. Mm. Um, so look, that could be one to look out for. We have no idea. This is just rampant speculation. Um, and April Fools. April Fools is going to be good. Um, bottom line is that this is probably not going to get to go out much before before then. So um, that's all right. This is probably already in history. In which case, we hope you enjoyed the pranks that both um, that that both both we and our fellow Lego fan media happened to um, the japery that we happened to indulge in this year on. Bad. April Fool's. Fantastic. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, we love reading your mail and your DMs and your messages, so keep them coming. Um, we love feedback. If you could drop us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, that will help us um, go a long way with discovery. And yeah, hope you are Hope you're well wherever you are and enjoying all these cool new releases that LEGO have in store for us. Let us know what you're looking forward to in April and beyond. And I'm Jay from Jay's Brick Vlog. I'm Richard from The Rambling Brick. And these are the extra pieces. You have been listening to Extra Pieces, a collaboration between Jay's Brick Blog and The Rambling Brick. Your hosts are Jay Ong and Richard Jones, written and produced by Jay Ong and Richard Jones. Extra Pieces can be found through your favourite podcasting platforms. Please like and subscribe, and if you like what you hear, please give us a solid five-star review. It will make it easier for other people to find us and to share the joy.